Welcome to Parent Driven Development. As a quick reminder before we move into the show, we love being able to provide you with this content and we want to continue to do so. We're on Patreon and would love your support. Most people just give $5 a month, which really helps us continue to do what we love and share it with all of you. Thanks for your support. Now on to our show. I'm Allison, and today I'm here with my friend, Kay Wu. I'm Kay Wu, and today Allison and I are going to talk about something that I've been falling into, which is the rabbit hole of Facebook groups for parents and kids' toys and just all sorts of things. I I have recently fallen into... So my first obsession a couple months ago was wooden toys. And there's like a, this whole subculture around <laughs> European manufacturers of wooden toys supporting open-ended play, which, you know, obviously has, has gotten a lot of interest in 2020. And the other more recent one I've been into is this nugget couch which is like this play foam couch for kids that has ridiculous demand. And I'm constantly trying to see if there's someone at Shopify that will give a talk about the technology side of things. Cause I'm fascinated by this. They have been growing their business like tons and tons over this past year, largely I'm, I'm told through Instagram and Facebook word of mouth about these things. And then actually related to the Snugget couch, I'm now also in this group that is essentially like a, raffle gambling group that <laughs> off these nugget couches and other like in demand mostly kids items but also some other random type things and just like from a market perspective and the use of facebook groups like there's this each of them has their own uh, jargon and like world that you dive into with the terminology like this gambling one you know they're like you can't use the word gambling they can't even use the word they were previously using waffle and like waffle emojis to stand in for a raffle but they can't do that anymore so now it's like it's all it's it's called a cookie jar <laughs> and you have so many plates in your cookie jar which is like a ticket that you're buying and like so many cookies per plate which is dollars oh that's so interesting I wonder if there's like regulations around that and that's why there's like all the the workarounds how I'm curious how so I've heard of I've heard of all of these things. I most recently like heard more about Nugget because because there was a very robust conversation on one of the Facebook groups that I'm in about like, oh, they've like recently opened for like back orders and like here's the process. And then there's a like a lottery system that like goes along with it. And but you know, and I've I've definitely heard the wooden, I feel like the wooden toy thing goes goes a little up and down, but that's you know, that's also sort of come come across the yeah the, the groups that I'm in how do you get wrapped into because there are so 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 many like kids products and like stuff out there and I think it's so interesting like what becomes like the the thing that we like have to hunt down or the thing that like we get so focused on like this is this is the thing that I need for my child because it's good for them in like x y and z ways so yeah i'm curious like how you how you yeah. choose your yeah. facebook group rabbit holes yeah. yeah there's all these uh really funny but also somewhat painful memes that people have been putting together of like the reason i'm torturing myself or 
the reason I am being tortured by this nugget situ- nugget for Christmas situation is because of what my mother had to do 20, 30 years ago for Cabbage Patch Kids or like the, it's this year's Tickle Me Elmo or like, you know, whatever. Like it, it always, it often becomes like one of these things, right? And there there have been times, actually, like I'd seen the word nugget floating around in the wooden toy, some of those wooden toy groups. And even before that, earlier in the summer, I'm in some parenting philosophy and like the fostering independent play like I'm super into that generally and I'd seen the word and there was a there was a voice in my head early in the summer that was like don't google this term if you google this it's gonna like there's gonna be consequences financially I think probably so I it was almost like I'd had an intuition it was like had had a sense of Oh God, if I look this up, like I've just, I'm going to get sucked in. Cause I, I do feel like sometimes I have a little bit of an addictive personality and I'm like, okay, I'm working on this, you know, like feel your feelings rather than like distracting on, on, on the phone with scrolling or like doing deep research into some topic that like has no real benefit of, of like goals that I actually really care about or whatever. But you know, sometimes I'm just like, ugh, I'm just sitting here like waiting, counting down the days until we close on our house and like that will be my main project that is consuming my brain space right so i feel like the the insidious thing for a lot of these is that it it totally starts off very innocently right and and i do like i there's also this part of me where i I read all the articles on digital minimalism i've read cal newport's book on deep work and i follow that blog and there's all these people you know and i watch the social dilemma documentary and all of that right i'm like yes these are things are designed to suck up my attention and like they're not good for me, but there's a, there is a lot of value in a lot of these groups as well. Like our town's local moms group is like really supportive, really nice, and like so much good information there. The moms in tech group on Facebook as well, a little Bay Area focused for my taste, but still like also like can be quite supportive and like good information. Where I'm like, who if I if I have a question. And I want people who are similarly excellent at the internet research, I can search in the group archives and find a, probably a pretty good answer and skip some of that work for myself. Yeah. Anyway, so there's all of that. So I'm like, okay, you just like dip a toe into it, start thinking about these things that are like kind of good. And then suddenly, especially with the pandemic, schools being closed, not having childcare, the demand on certain of these things far outpaces a lot of these small businesses, what they can scale up towards. And then at the same time, it's also really fascinating to me in these groups, how there are people that like the the companies seem to be doing a, a decent job of trying to put information out there about like, here's what the process is. Here's what we need to do so with the wooden toys there's this whole if if anyone listening isn't familiar there's this whole concept of geofencing that they implemented earlier this summer which is where for certain of these brands so like grims is one of the classic wooden toy brands we're talking about here if you have a mailing address in the u.s you can only buy from their u.s based retailers you can no longer purchase directly from stores in europe that may have different pricing and different availability or or from Canada. And there's all sorts of back and forth and discussion around like why a, a company would have implemented this. And, you know, like a, a leading contender is the fact that more American families were finding out about these and like swooping in and buying up all the stock in these other countries. And they're, they're trying to, you know, preserve their 
relationships with all their different vendors and customers around the world and trying to find fairer ways to distribute limited items. Whereas for the Nugget, so, <laughs> all right, quick, quick intro to like what's going on with Nugget. They like built a brand new factory. They're like, have limited things. Lots of people want them. Resale market on these things as well, like two to three or four times retail price on these things, depending on desirability and rareness of these covers and whatever else. Anyway, so they have the back order, which is you can pre-order and get it delivered sometime in the first six months of next year. And there's a lot of folks who are looking to these things as well that for me, I'm privileged enough to not worry as much about the financial aspect of these things, but people who are getting really desperate of like, when do I have to get a charge to my credit card or whatever else? Pre-ordering like, oh, I, I'm paying now, but I won't be able to get it until possibly June of next year. Like that is a change from what they typically expect, I'm sure. And then there's also this thing called the lottery where they are shipping out five to 10,000 nuggets per week for the next, for the past month and for the next month to get there in time for Christmas. But there are like a hundred thousand, 200,000 entries now, I think, for they draw five to 10,000 each week. And there are all these posts from people that are like, how does this even work? People have not been like, they don't necessarily look into, they just, they, they seem like they've been caught up in the fervor of it and just signed up. And then afterwards ask questions of like, oh, it's called a lottery, but it's, I'm not winning one for free. I'm winning the opportunity to give this company a lot of my money for something that will take some time to get here. So anyway, I just clearly, I've, I feel like I've talked nonstop for 10 minutes now. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's such a thing. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit of like conversations that have happened around the snoo, like when the snoo originally came out and just like, you know, I know that now like the snoo is like, it's just, you know, become increasingly popular, but anytime that you, you know, like resale value on a snoo is like still super high. And so, yeah, some of the, some of the conversations sort of remind me, remind me about that mostly because like, I, I think that there's also a really interesting difference between like cheaper items and more expensive items and just like what the conversation is and what the like fervor is around it. I know that for, for myself, I think that there are a handful of places that I consider like trusted resources. I love Lucy's list and I feel like I feel like Lucy's List has like never recommended a product to me that I have that hasn't been like so useful and so helpful and so wonderful. And so like if Lucy's List recommends something to me, you know, I'm like, like I'm there, like I'm reading the reviews, I'm looking through, you know, and it's it's even like not just toys. I went through this, I went down a rabbit hole around mittens and, and just like, like, do I just get like the like, the clips that I had when I was a kid, there are like ones that go through the jacket. There are ones that like zip up really high. Like what, like, you know, like these are, you know, these are more expensive. These are less expensive. Like kids lose mittens all the time. Do I really want to like spend, you know, like X amount of money for a mitten that like a child is probably going to like, probably going to lose. And so I, like, and in that case, like, do I just buy three pairs now? Do I buy one pair and like, wait to see what happens? Like, you know, there, but like the reviews are so, you know, like the reviews are so good and it seems like exactly what I need. And like, oh my gosh, my child does this too all the time. And so, 
<laughs> so, yeah. so I feel like for me, it's like Lucy's list. And then like, we have a Slack channel as well at work, which, which I find really, really helpful. And that's often a, a go-to place for me for like, especially now, you know, I'm thinking about like Hanukkah gifts and holiday gifts and, you know, like what, um, what that's, what that's going to look like. So I feel like oftentimes my, the things that I become like, you know, fervorous about or that I'm like, okay, I have to like read all the research and like, I have to get like this, like this thing from this company, you know, I feel like those are some like main, some, some main sources for me. I, I will say, and I, you sort of touched on this a little bit and I'm curious about it. I, I feel like there's, we're like about to, I've been keeping track of like lists of things for, you know, Hanukkah that like kids have mentioned or, you know, that like whatever for, for any of us. And we're, you know, I'm about to sort of start putting in, putting in orders and and looking at that stuff. But I feel like there's some like extra pressure this year because the things that we get are going to be sort of like the new batch of toys that the kids will play with every day for like, right. Like it's, it's for some, like it feels different when it's like, okay, well like these are their like evening and weekend toys, but during the day they're like, they're doing all of these other things. But now, right. Like my kids have been like playing with the same toys every, yeah. Like they've been playing with the same toys every single day for nine months. And so this is sort of like, their opportunity to get like a handful of new things that I hope will carry us through for the next who knows how ever many months right and so I feel like there's also for myself as I'm looking at these lists like there it, it feels like I'm looking at my list of like ideas and stuff as like okay what what is something that I can get for them that I feel like will have long lasting value that I feel like they will be able to like do a whole bunch of different things with that. I feel like they'll be able to like reuse over and over again, you know, like that's like, that's sort of like the perspective that I'm, that I'm looking at it from, which I think like things like the nugget, right? Like it's like a play couch and there's so much conversation about like now about forts and like all these different things that kids do with items like that. And so I think that, I don't know, part of it when I'm looking at when I'm getting sort of sucked into like this holiday season's things are, yeah, are very much about like, okay, well, what, what do I want to get that will be a replacement for, you know, the preschool and school that they are not currently in, in a way that like, I had imagined them being in this year. And what are the things that can also like adequately entertain them? day after day after day after day. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't been thinking about it as much from the perspective of like the sort of practical longevity of these items. That that makes total sense to me of just like your kids, they want stimulation like for, for growth and education and all of that. And you're now having to provide it rather than the novelty that they would get in a care environment outside of the home. So that all makes perfect sense to me. The way I had been thinking about a fair amount of the psychology around these things, especially what you said earlier of of this suddenly like have to have it for the holidays in, in one way or another, is it it seems very similar to me to some of the psychology around wedding dresses. So stay with me on this. I certainly had like 
a couple years or so of tuning into Say Yes to the Dress, classic show, right? And my theory on that was was often that part of what gets so wrapped up in finding the perfect wedding dress is displaced anxiety in my total armchair diagnosis. I have no qualifications for this, by the way. I have an undergraduate. uh, I I did major in, in psychology, but many of this is just my own theory. Anyway, that I think that trying to find the perfect dress is a stand-in for have you found the perfect partner instead but it's like easier and more socially acceptable to fret about it on the dress instead so the analogy i'm trying to draw with these toys and like the the parenting groups and whatever else is that i think people it looks to me like people are getting caught up in these sometimes that if i can just land these perfect toys I will not have failed as a parent. I'm not able to, like, I, I think totally understand that people have so much anxiety about their kids' physical health, their kids' mental health, their educational path. And it's, I think it's really easy to seize on something like this that feels slightly more concrete of, oh, if only I can get the the Grin's Large Stepped Pyramid, which is a $200 set of really beautiful wooden blocks, but ultimately they are wooden blocks. If only I can find one of these things, then my kids will be okay. I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll be a good mom. Satisfy that feeling in there, which is another thing that you just notice about a lot of these parenting groups. Like they're not targeted to be only for moms, but it is mostly women that I see in them so far. Yeah. Which is just also a thing that I think about as well. And just so much of the language that people start using around them as, as well. Like, oh, these are, this is an investment piece of some kind. This is, this is heirloom quality that I'm going to keep for my grandchildren when, you know, we're, we're talking like these <laughs> people are thinking it has to grandchildren when they have like a six month old right now. And I'm just like, okay, this is, you're talking about like, 30, 40 years from now, potentially, right? And I just think it's like, it's super fascinating. And and that I think there's also something around, I mean, there's also, there's always been rationalization around, oh, it's an investment, it's going to be in the family for such a long time. But I think this year, there is this added twist and flavor of, we will all survive and we will have grandchildren someday that far in the future, right? Like it's been... We've been so locked down and it, it feels there isn't it feels hard to have things like that to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, I think that's really interesting, right? Like we just it, there's always been a lot of, you know, a lot of pressure on, you know, I'll say in particular on 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 working moms. And yeah, I mean, this year there's just like there's there's so much pressure and then, you know, related anxiety about, you know, I, I think that I think most folks have had to like let things go that they like, you know, wish they were better at or, you know, I mean, I shared a, a fail. I can't remember if it was the last episode or the episode before just about like, you know, how like closely is paying attention to to my son's schoolwork and, you know, and those sorts of things. And, you know, like I just, I, there is so much, there's so much that we want to be doing and there's so much just yeah broad anxiety about the the time that we're living in right now that 
but it's just interesting to think about, you know, the ways that we, the ways that we all channel it and what it, you know, what, what it gets poured into. Yeah. And I mean, you see, and it's part of all the, the parenting with social media is quite different, I think, than even just like a, a, a few half generations before us or whatnot in that you, 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 it, it's, it's like that whole thing of social media in general, right? Where you, you're seeing this curated lifestyle and then you compare it to the warts that you can see of your own. And you, you, I'm scrolling on Instagram and I'm like, God, like those children look so happy and well cared for and well-mannered and these like beautiful playrooms. And it's, it's just, I think it really, it, it triggers something really strong in our monkey brains of like, well, why I, we, I want that for my kids too. If only, and then this is the, the lure of a lot of these things, right? If only I can spend this money on this item, then my children will be better off. Our lives will be better off. We will be happier in life. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. 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 I feel like this is a good place to move on to genius and fail moments. Yeah. One thing that I want to say, just based on sort of where we, where we landed and when this episode is going to be airing is just that for, for all of the parents that are listening to this episode, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. Yes. Everything is fine. You're doing a great, great job. Your kids are going to be fine. They're going to, they're going to be great. Yes. All right. Okay. So now we will move on to genius and fails. So this is the time in our podcast where we talk about something that's happened in the last week or two that has either been a genius. So something that's gone really well, or has been a fail, something that was, you know, not, not so great. Okay, do you want to go first or should I? Yeah, just a quick fail as I look over into my office with literally piles of clothing, children's clothing that my son has outgrown and, and toys that I'm trying to rotate out. And I'm just, I'm failing right now in that I wish I had a really smooth system for how to categorize and organize and put these away, like things that we may want to use again in the future but may also you know it's enough that normally i would just straight up marie condo all of that but we, we may still want it so i'm like okay sorted and the thing with the clothes in particular is that the, the sizes on the labels are such lies constantly so but i can't remember like i know some of them are like that's not really a 3t like that's more like a 2t but i don't know it's just it's chaos right here Oh yeah. At it, so. I agree with that. It's the worst. And then when I, when you like unpack it, I've had this yeah. experience when I unpack it, I'm like, Oh, what is this? Like, what is this three T doing in the two T bin without like, you know, without remembering like, Oh, it's because it fits like a two T and not like a three T. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I can't, the, the things I actually need, I know we have, like I put together mittens that I bought for, for my son before, but like, it's not anywhere I thought I would have. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm, I'm just going to comfort myself with the fact that I bought them 
he didn't wear them last winter, so he's probably even if I could find them, he probably wouldn't wear it this winter. So <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really make a difference. In the end, he's still going to have barely, you know, just about to be frostbitten fingers, and until I'm, I, I'm like, okay, well, now we have to go inside. <laughs> All right, I, I'm sharing, I'm sharing a genius. <laughs> it's I will warn you now it's like a, it's a little bit of a of a lengthy story but I will try to um shorten it as much as possible so RubyConf was this week and I was one of the the program chairs for 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 RubyConf part of that was uh we did sort of like a we did closing announcements which you know is sort of like a the closing that um that wraps up the wraps up the whole conference throughout the week the kids did really well. I explained to, to them that, you know, I was going to like be doing this conference thing. And so they, you know, like they couldn't come into the office unless like, you know, unless I came out of the office and, you know, and I just, we had a family meeting about, you know, sort of like being quieter, you know, and, and all of that sort of stuff. And everything went so, so well until, until the, until the closing and during during the closing, there were there were a handful of things that went wrong. But the reason that this is a genius is because I, I watched the replay and I feel like I was like such a successful, like working mom during the situation. So the first thing that happened, both of my kids were disruptive at some point during the during the closing. The first thing that happened was my son came up to the office door and just started started knocking on the started knocking on the door, which, you know, I was I was using like a better microphone that can pick up more sound. So of course, you can very, very clearly hear the knocking. And at some point, he opened the door, and you see me sort of sidestep off screen, somebody else was talking during one of their one of their slides, and you see me sidestep off screen. And then you hear the knocking stop. And then you hear me sidestep back onto screen. And then a few minutes later, my little one had a little bit of a meltdown, um, which I found out later was because she was given a light blue spoon instead of a dark blue spoon for dinner. Anyway, so so you sort of hear, you know, a little bit of fussing start in the in the background. And, th and then you hear this one loud wail. And if you're paying close attention, but it was like, I think it was pretty smooth. You sort of see my hand go back a little bit uh, and click a mouse button and then you see the mute icon pop up over over my name and so but you know throughout just as you know like in the in the zone of closing up the conference and so you know I think I think all in all I was able to handle both situations relatively smoothly and so I feel I feel really good about that feel like it was a genius yeah yeah I feel like it's one of those like you holding yourself to a standard of no interruptions whatsoever or just like 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 as though you're not working from a building where your family is also in like that's just not feasible really to maintain but the the recovery is what's you know just like step aside manage it put out that fire I feel like now I'm gonna go and relook up that 
the the BBC interview. (laughs) And then the follow on parody interview interview video that a comedian did where she like continues to do the interview on screen, but also makes dinner and like puts out a little (laughs) fire at the same time. Yeah. Good work. I the conference, by the way. Good. All right. Well, thanks everyone so much for listening to the Parent Driven Development Podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have questions that you'd like us to chat about on air, you can email us at panel at parentdrivendevelopment.com or find us on Twitter at, at parentdrivendev. And if you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. Again, we're patreon.com slash parentdrivendev and rate us on iTunes. Thanks.